0: And this episode of Hatcher Cocky is brought to you by our good friends over at Clarue and Son Roofing. These boys have been in the business for over 25 years. They're fully insured. What I like to call these guys, the kings of roofing. Last year, these guys installed over 28,000 bundles of shingles. They get the job done right the first time. And remember what they say if you want your roof done, you call Clarue and Son. Give them shout now for your free estimate at 519-819-4309 check them out Woo! 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 and what is going on everybody out there all of you buttes and beauties it's episode number 127 of hatcher Hockey, which is always brought to you by our good friends over at gl heritage the official beer of hat hockey if you like tristan sweater my shirt my hat whatever just smash the link on the post we'll bring you right into the hat hockey store for all of your sweet hth merch and here as always inside windsor laser cutting studio i'll bring in my buddy tristan inside barker builds what's up brother
1: uh not much you know uh i'm enjoying life right now i uh, just coming up on the trade deadline, reading all the updates and uh already some major trades happening, but we'll get to that in a sec. Mm. But uh yeah, it's just uh it's good right now. This is my favorite part of the hockey world, this when uh, all the trades happen and I I like to speculate in my own book and see how things go. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, man, it's been nuts. Like this is my favorite time of the year. My two favorite times of the year is trade deadline and free agency. Mm-hmm. I will seriously, I will sit on the couch all day and watch it. I, like everybody like it's so boring it's this it's out i'm like i love it mm-hmm. but every year it's the same thing it's just me just laying on the couch watching it what have you been up to though man how's school everything like that?
1: work well uh school is good uh as uh, a lot of my friends know and stuff i'm taking uh consecutive history now so that's uh it's it's not it's nothing not to uh, <laughs> nothing, nothing huge but at the same point it's something i uh i really feel called to do and it's uh you know it's it's good studying uh, history and then hopefully the goal is to become a high school teacher with that as my major and minor in phys ed uh the thing is the uh the smartest teacher in every school i always learned uh it's not the math teacher the science teacher it's the it's the gym teacher because he gets paid the same and he teaches gym so (laughs) that's how it is (laughs) that's
0: funny i know we're off now as you know you're uh your old man, him and I work at the same spot. So we're off right now. We're laid off. So it's a week right now. We'll see who knows What whatever, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. getting, uh, you know, just being at home, we can go to hockey games and stuff like that. Now, Ethan got student of the month, funniest video ever. I posted on my page. What a legend fist bumping the whole time. <laughs> it was hilarious. So, but it was fun. I was cracking up the whole time he was going up there. So way to go. E. Um, a new thing I kind of want to start, hat trick hockey bumps. So we always say mm-hmm. that when everybody comes on the show that we always talk about how they'll score goals or they're, they'll do something crazy in a hockey game, like something always good. So I put a I put a little something on our page for something for minor hockey teams to reach out to us and let us know what they're doing, if they're winning tournaments, what they're doing in the in their respective, like, Towns and stuff like that. Good stuff that they do. So we had a couple teams right into us. Um, so the first recipient, shall we say, of the Hattrick Hockey Bumps is uh, it's a U13 Erie Selects. They went to, I believe they were Etobicoke. So they okay. went down there. There was a winter classic tourney a few weeks back. They beat Toronto. Um, they beat yeah, they beat Toronto 4-0, Burlington 3-1, and they beat the host a Tobacco they beat them five nothing so how's that for uh goals against wow um, fantastic and then they played in the finals they were down in the finals and they ended up coming back to win that three one so congrats to those guys there coaches players uh everybody involved with those guys yeah we, huge also, congrats. we also have an erie north shore u9 gray team they won the john horvat memorial um they went 3 and 0 on Saturday, 2 and 0 on Sunday, 5 and 0 just walking through everybody, just complete truck so. Yeah. And also one of their coaches was Rick uh, Keller, former guest of our show. He's a beauty. So, congrats to those guys. And last but definitely not least, we have a girls team. Uh they're the South County Predators U22, the blue team. Went down to uh, Cambridge over the January twentieth to the twenty second weekend. They went four and zero down there. They won in the finals, one nothing. Wow! So way to go, ladies. Yeah, congrats, congrats to the girls. to the coaching staff there as well. Derek Marante, Alan McLeod, Logan Robillard. Hopefully, I said that right, Logan. So congrats to those guys. And that's our our cocky Hockey bump. So if anybody. If you have teams, minor hockey all around the county, anybody who listens to us, write into us, tell yeah. us what's up, and we'll give you a shout out on the show just like we did. So congrats to those teams.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. The the hat trick hockey bump. It's don't don't be mistaken. Even if uh, the bump doesn't happen immediately, you never know. Listen, you'll mm-hmm. thank us. Just remember us five years down the road when you get drafted to the NHL. So.
0: <laughs> remember us. We're here. Smash yep. us interviews every year. Okay. Yeah. Um. We'll get into it like we always do at the start of every show. We usually talk about the '73. So they played a game in Lakeshore. I wasn't there, so go ahead, man, fill us in.
1: Yeah. So um, it was kind of a replica of a game that happened earlier in the year. You know, the final score was. Uh, it was in Lakeshore, so it was uh, three to two in overtime. Essex took the L, uh, and obviously, uh, any of the guys on the team would tell you that this loss is attributed, uh, regardless of. The nature of the call, there was penalties being taken, and that's what cost them the game. Uh, almost half of the game they were in the box. Wow. And uh, I'm I'm not joking when I say that you can look up the stats. I think they were something around twenty, high twenties or low thirties of time in the box. Holy fuck, boys! But this is the thing: (laughs) they killed off every single penalty, and they killed off four minutes of a five-on-three. Wow. So. Huge job by the boys there uh killing off the penalties, but scoring evaded them. You know, they they led uh one nothing uh for half of the game, and then all of a sudden in the second, score, Lakeshire scored two in nineteen seconds. Wow. And that really deflated the guys, you could tell. Um they were without head coach Jamie uh McDermott who is away with an illness. So it was a bit of a game coming back from their cruise. which the boys had a great time. Yeah, I'm I see that. Hear that. <laughs> Holy but, shit, boys. <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, yeah, they, uh, they come back and suffer a loss in overtime. So they continue their point streak. Uh, they haven't broken that. Uh, but still, it's a loss, and uh, those are never fun to have. So uh, the boys will be playing tonight on Tuesday. Uh, we'll see how they do. Hopefully they can rebound with a big game.
0: Mm. Oh, I think they're gonna bounce back hard tonight. I was gonna say, boys, uh, everybody a little fucking hurting from the from the like cruise or what? When we come back, like, what's going
1: on here, fellas? <laughs> yeah, well, the good news is uh, a couple of guys are healthy. Oh, so who so, do we got back? Carson Bugley and Carson Beautiful. Noble. Beautiful. Both are back and they played. They played well. Carson Bugley scored right away. Snipes mm. in his first game back. Beautiful wrap around. Beat the goaltender to the opposite post and. uh yeah, Bugsy's back. Noble Blade Wally He blocked a lot of big shots. Uh, that's just how Carson is. He's a good 2 um, way defenseman. But
0: Connor scored too, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, why I have do, footage why of, do you say it like that? What? I have footage of the goal. Do I don't mean? question the referees. Okay, but why do you but... say
0: it like that? What the fuck happened?
1: So, I've got footage of it. It's hard to tell from my angle. If it was back barring out, or cross and out, but after reviewing it like many, many, many times, I'll post it online. If anyone wants to see it, I didn't post it because it ended up being called a goal. I know and Lakeshore you didn't even sent it to me. Lakeshore was visibly confused as was Essex until yeah. it was clearly waved in by the referee, uh, as a goal. And we obviously, um, trust the referee's discretion, whether it's correct or not, especially if it's in your favor. Uh, yeah. but, um, personally and i i don't mean to dump on connor connor you're a nice guy but i don't think it was a goal i think it was crossbar (laughs) and out essex Mm -hmm. had many crossbars and posts Mm -hmm. too that's a thing uh and it was uh definitely an interesting call but it was in our favor and you know i think essex deserved a goal uh so Sometimes luck is on our side, right? Don't listen
0: to him, Connor. It's a goal, buddy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah.
0: We'll take it. It's a goal, Tristan.
1: Yeah, you know, hey, it was a goal. The referee (laughs) called it a goal. It's a goal on the paper. That's what Um, counts. Speaking
0: of, like, bumps and stuff, so we had Carve on the show, and he had quite the night after the interview, correct?
1: Yes, so after Lakeshore defeated Essex uh, 3-2, to they went, I believe, on the road Mm -hmm. uh, to Wheatley. And they ended up getting cranked six to three that's by tough. the Sharks. Yeah. And or it might have been six to two. Anyway, Matthew Carvalho, two goals and an assist. Mm-hmm. Out of boy Carve. And yeah. uh, that's that's the kind of guy he is. He put the team on his back. I believe Kitano had one of the other goals. It was just a, a very good team win for them. And uh, like he said, Lakeshore's kind of you know, they got a bit of a mental stronghold on Lakeshore because mm-hmm. of last year's playoffs. Lakeshore had a had a very near scare to not mm-hmm. making it to the finals because of Wheatley. So huge props to them. Uh, big win. Lakeshore, any of the boys who were listening, we don't think you're the villains. No. <laughs> like I know we are talking about you like you're the adversaries. Congrats to you, boys. You know, a one-on-one split coming away from your break as well. Uh, that's always good to have. So good for you guys.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also we did a interview with uh carve. That's going to drop soon. Carve is a beauty. It was an awesome interview. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's going to be also coming out soon. We tracked them down. We got them and yes, everybody too. don't sleep on the sharks. Don't no. sleep on the sharks. They're a good squad. They will grind you down. They will dump yeah. pucks in the corners. They will hammer you all game long. They're fast. They're gritty and they can score. So don't sleep on Lake shore. Yeah, sorry, not don't, Lake shore. Don't, don't, Obviously, don't sleep on Lake Shore, but don't sleep on Wheatley. I meant
1: they—they won't—they won't, they won't let you score either. That's no, their no. big so. claim to fame. They got two good goaltenders. Shout out to them, uh, Ethan Hanley and Jackson Drysdale. Mm-hmm. Very, very strong stats. Only second to uh, Essex, so yeah. good for them.
0: No, don't sleep on them. Nope. All right. Shitty news. Bobby Hall. Bobby Hall passed away at the age of eighty-four. 16 years in the show 1063 games 610 goals 560 assists 1170 points 1.10 points per game he was a plus 249 over his career and don't forget he also had 638 points in the WHA he had yeah 6, well, over 600 there too I believe he was the first one to use the curve stick correct I'm thinking supposedly, he supposedly I think he was, yes, but a couple, um, highlights kind of career highlights for him seven time Maurice Richard trophy, so seven time winner yeah. of that. He's a three time Art Ross winner, two time Hart. Uh, he won the cup, two world or
1: WHA things as well, 12 time All Star. Well, you know what? Uh, the Golden Jet, right? Uh, yeah. just an absolute. Phenom on the ice, and I'll tell you, he here I am sounding like Doncher. I'll tell you ya- no, but uh, <laughs> but um the thing about Bobby Hull was his shot, right? That's how he amassed those six hundred plus goals and mm-hmm. uh those Rocket Richard trophies. And his shot, technically, is recorded as the fastest, not in an official sense because back then the equipment was also subpar, right? Mm-hmm. But it, supposedly he recorded over hundred and twenty mile an hour slap shot. That's ridiculous.
0: With a wooden stick. Yeah, that's about forty. Standing still. Yeah, that's ridiculous.
1: So, if for anyone, any young kids listening, just picture that with a graphite stick. That's like a eighty flex, and him leaning into this. Also, if if anyone listening, go and look up some pictures of Bobby Hull. Yeah, that guy might be the most ripped guy to ever play in the NHL. Yeah, he's a tank. Farm boy, eighteen yeah. inch guns, and he was like five ten and two hundred pounds of just solid rock muscle. Yeah. Just a nail gun. So yeah, so
0: rest in peace, Bobby. Could true just man, just what he did for the game was just unbelievable. Oh, so incredible player. So rest in peace, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Tristan, I'm gonna cut you loose on this one. Okay. Bo Horvat trade.
1: So so we get <laughs> The Mo Horvat trade, right? So it's uh, obviously something that was anticipated uh, ahead of this, right, since the start of the year uh, mm-hmm. with the Miller extension. Many people believed Horvat would not be an affordable play uh, for the Canucks, regardless of him being their captain. And that came to fruition uh, this past week. We saw Andre Kuzmenko sign a, a two-year deal at a 5.5 AAV. Mm-hmm. And that kind of was the uh, the death sentence, you know. It was, everyone was like, okay, well, that means bye-bye for Horvat. And then a couple days later, Horvat gets sent to the island, Long Island, uh, mm-hmm. for 2023, top 12 protected first. Conditions have yet to be released, but likely it'll be something like uh, if the pick moves into the top 12 or if we're... Yeah. If we make it to the finals, you guys, the top 12 protection gets removed and stuff like that, right? But Atu Ratu also went. Center prospect, top center prospect for the Islanders, probably their best prospect in their system. And uh, reclamation project, Anthony Bavillier, who anyone remembers, uh, you know, he's not big on, like, putting up points in the regular season, but if you watch this guy in the playoffs, so many clutch goals. Like, I remember last year was game... Either last year the year before he scored a game six overtime goal in tampa to send it back to the island for game seven Mm -hmm. he's just got that clutch gene in him i don't know what it is like he's point per game in the playoffs but a half a point a game when it comes to uh regular season so i think many people see this as a w for the islanders right you get bo horvat the guy's almost got 40 goals Already, like, he's playing fantastic this year. Rocket Richard candidate. And here's the thing. Bo Horvat averages about 50 to 65 points a year, right? That's kind of his frame. So lower first-line center, high-class second-line center, which I believe he'll play second-line minutes underneath Matthew Barzell. Mm -hmm. And uh, here's my problem. Islanders currently are sitting at 6th under division and still are three spots away from the last wildcard spot. So my problem is that they don't really have enough time for Bo Horvat to let loose. On top of that, they're a very defensive team. Mm-hmm. So Bo Horvat's goal production is likely going to drop off, which obviously Bo Horvat does other things. Very hardworking player. Uh, you know, anyone knows he played for the London Knights years ago. Uh, just a very talented forward in all respects. But here's the thing: if they don't get an extension done, which obviously I think that's the idea, Lou Lemire is probably going to sit down and say, "Hey, what can we do here?" Yeah. But Atu Ratu, I think he's going to be a fantastic prospect for the Canucks. Bavillier, he'll be a great third line scoring guy. Whatever. Uh, and that first round pick, here's my problem. This year's draft is so loaded. I don't care if it's top 12 protected. That player alone has potential to be better than Bo Horvat. Obviously, right now, we're in the here and the now, right? Mm-hmm. Like Vancouver identifies, hey, we're probably going to need to retool, as they call it now. It's kind of like a rebuild on the fly. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the Islanders, they're kind of in their last hope. You know, they got a lot of guys in their 30s, like – um Brock Nelson or Josh Bailey who played for the spitz years ago like guys like that who are like okay we're almost like we're in our 35 plus range where now we gotta we want to try and win a cup before Lou probably retires he'll probably retire with all that that vein uh in New York but here's the thing <laughs> like i I'm just so convinced that this is a win by Vancouver like obviously people are gonna say oh it's terrible management it's your captain yeah but He didn't want to stay there.
0: No, fuck not. Their
1: their whole organization is mixed up. They have the framework to be a good team, but they've got guys who wreck the attitude in that room, and guess what? They go and extend Mm them. And that's who you're forced to keep now because you're paying them nine mil, and you let your captain walk. Well, not walk. You trade him for good picks. I think that was a good move. But other than that, like, come on. JT Miller, he had one really good year, and all of a sudden they're like, Oh yep, he's our solution for the future, and God forbid they name him captain next. It better be Pedersen or, <laughs> or somebody that's else. That's what I was
0: thinking, dude. I was like, wow, I wonder who's gonna be the captain. And just so you know, too, you were right on the on the head there. Horvat's career high in points was 2018-19. He had sixty one, and right now he's got fifty four and forty nine games, so he's probably gonna break that this year. I'm
1: assuming. Right, and that's why they took advantage of it. Yeah, I think. I think this is going to be a good trade for the Canucks. And mm. it could be good for the Islanders, but I don't think it will.
0: But all I those know. guys that you had mentioned earlier too, like I was going to say, I didn't want to like interrupt because you were on a roll, but it was mm. the windows closing. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So it's, they're, And like, they just sent away saying, their future. They're in the now. They're in the like, now. So
1: That's the thing. Lots of teams do that and it'll work out for them. Yeah. But it's going to hurt them. Mm-hmm. Like we look at Boston this year. They're a wagon. I didn't yeah. expect that. But they are. But three years from now, they're, they're, not, going to be, they're yeah. not going to have a hope. But they're in the now, now with too. with the Penguins. <laughs> Penguins, <laughs> yeah, but, no. three years from now, not going to have a hope. They don't a have any lately, prospects. Too. Any. It's like, I understand, yeah, you want to try and win. And it worked out for Pittsburgh. Hey, they won their back-to-back cups. and Damn right. Like, fantastic for them. Same mm. for Tampa. But see, Tampa is the happy medium where you can have these prospects who are keep replacing your guys who you have to like walk. Oh, okay. This guy has an expiring contract. That's fine. We've got a ripe 22-year-old who just went point per game in the AHL. He's yeah. replacing that guy, right? Guess what? New York just gave away their center guy who does that. But they got Bo Horvat. So yeah. we'll see how this uh, pans out. As of now, like the Islanders are sitting at 25, 22, and 5. So around 500 and, like, don't really look like they have a shot at the playoffs. And if they do, they better start winning, like, five games in a row at a time right now. So we'll see. Only time will tell. And it can verify this. So when we were talking about the – I was
0: just just about to say, tell them when we were talking off the air about this. Off the air – This was, like, what, two weeks ago?
1: Yeah, me and yeah. producer Drew and Anthony were having a discussion about the potential trade of Red Wings players, and Larkin came up because, as as at that point in time, there hadn't been any discussion really about his contract or where their discussions were at, and the possibility of trading was it's still very real, but uh, less less so since latest rumors. But my proposal was, I said, "Hey, listen, a guy like Lou Lemorello, he wants to improve the top six center core." So the, the uh, Islanders could go for a guy like Larkin, which Larkin and uh, Horvath have pretty similar yeah, st- yeah. statistical. Yeah, but one's more of a goal cool. scorer. The other's more of a playmaker. But still, it's a top six center, right? Mm-hmm. First or second line, you can get that guy. And my exact words for a trade were, Red Wings fans, obviously, they, they're going to want more. But I said, if you want a realistic trade, it should be a first this year, Bavillier, and Ratu. Yeah, that was guess funny. what, everybody? Guess what Lou gave up for a first line center? Exactly that. Yeah. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying.
0: Not a big deal. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that was funny though, man. But yeah, you called it. Just, well, semi-called it.
0: <laughs> yeah, but still, you called everything that the islanders would send. That's right. And that yeah, they would want that good.
1: top six center, right? So that's
0: pretty good. So we'll see how Horvat does there. So we'll definitely keep an eye on Long Island. Mm-hmm. Leafs. I know we got a bunch of Leafs fans to listen, so we got to talk about them a little bit. <laughs> um, Matthew's out three weeks with a knee sprain, and they are not good without him. How do you sprain a knee? I don't know, man. That fucking hurt, though. It sound, sounds like it would hurt. <laughs> yeah, like, but I don't know. Toronto's a completely different team without him, man. Like, it's crazy yeah like he he, you don't really realize how like obviously we all know he plays a huge role on the lease, but you don't really realize how big of a role he plays
1: when until he's not in the
0: lineup right it looks like a completely different team
1: oh yeah 100 percent. like it's it's evident but they also have guys to kind of come up and play Mm -hmm. in his position right like Tavares can play first line yeah of course Nick Robertson could play second line no problem it's it's uh, it's not that i don't think it'll be that big of a problem they set themselves up well right now speaking
0: so. of johnny there johnny speak yeah. congrats on game 1000 too. he played in his thousandth game not too long ago as yeah Captain well. johnny t so congrats on that also fuck Channy, loosen up a little bit holy fuck give the boys beer in the dressing room he, does, he doesn't oh. allow beer in the dress look at the type of player Shanahan was when he was playing for the Red Wings. and this and that. You tell me they didn't sip a couple fucking pops in the dressing room after the game? Loosen up, Shanny. My God. Jeez. Like, doesn't allow it in the dressing room. So that's why now it makes sense why when Marner came in the room, they got him with water and not beer because Shanny don't allow beer in the room. So I take that back, Leafs fans. I'll eat that one. So, Shanny, let the boys have beers in the room. Holy fuck, dude. Loosen up a little bit. My God. Everybody's walking around there with their butthole so tight. No wonder why they're in a little bit of a skid here. But that being said, with the trade deadline coming up and the Leafs and everything, they are expecting Kyle Dubas to be all in on trade deadline. So I'm curious to see what could actually be done. Where do you think he's – what areas of the team do you think he's going to address to me? And I I think they said something about not – Someone was coming back. One of the guys on the blue line that slipped. oh, I think it was Brody. TJ Brody, I believe is coming back
1: and he wasn't,
0: but I guess during some interview, he slipped on his, on his return date and I think, and I think he's, he's coming back next game. So that's going to be, that's going to be a little bit of a boost for the Leafs on the blue line.
1: So where do you think they're going to improve themselves? I'm thinking that
0: they they need to improve on the blue line a little bit. Maybe a bottom six guy, possibly the grinder. Someone, you know, is going to get in the corners. But to me, I think they need to improve on D. What do you think?
1: I agree. Uh, I think they can acquire a good right shot defenseman uh, or possibly a left shot D man who could play the right side. Like I said, uh, if, if they're truly going all in, they might go after a guy like Jacob Chikrin. Whether or not they have the pieces to get Chikrin, Uh, I feel any, any high class defenseman they go out to try to get, they're going to have to involve their top prospect, Matthew Nyes, uh, Mm -hmm. who is currently playing for, I want to say you, you men, university of Minnesota, but, uh, uh, yeah, the golden gophers. Yeah, that's right. Um, but, uh, here's the thing I feel, and because of the fact that Vancouver has come out and said their only basically their core or untouchables are Pedersen, Hughes, and now Kuzmenko with that extension, I really think it could be a good idea because of Toronto's track record of getting goalies who maybe aren't that good mm-hmm. and bringing them about to better like this year Samsonov and Murray. And you can never have too many quality goaltenders. Mm-hmm. Like someone's going to get hurt in playoffs and. I really think they should go to Vancouver and get Thatcher Demko. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. He is such a fantastic goaltender just on a crap team. And, man, is he worlds better than Matt Murray. Let me tell you. Like, technically and ability-wise, like, okay, whatever. Matt Murray's going to buy a contract. You're going to have to send Samsonov and maybe a pick. Mm -hmm. Do it.
0: The problem Park is here.
1: Samson has been their better goaltender. Yeah, I know. So, but I really feel Demko in Toronto. He's a 930 save percentage guy, and that's that. And in playoffs, he's so clutch. Does anyone remember the series versus Vegas a couple of years ago in the bubble, where Thatcher Demko literally had a, like a 950 in that seven game series yeah. and still lost? Yeah, like that was that's nuts. cracked. Yeah, that was. So, nuts. anyone? Yeah.
0: But either way, if they that, if sense. they bring him in for that, it's still an upgrade in in net. Right,
1: but but their goaltenders have been doing good. Yeah, and but the, it's still, Denver's though, had a rough year. So I
0: don't think they what
1: they have in net is really gonna give them a run though. Like no, or, no, or, and, like, you know they're what, not built for a, second, a run. Maybe you throw a second and a third round pick at Vancouver, mm-hmm. and they say yeah to that. They, need a,
0: they need a true number one goaltender.
1: And Thatcher like, Demko can be that.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. So I, I, he'd be a good fit. He's still young. I think mm. he's twenty twenty six. Yeah, you 25, th- 26. So yeah, you could you could get a solid six seven years out of him at least. Yeah, that's something to watch for. So we'll definitely keep an eye on that. Let's let's keep going on some more trade rumors. You said you had a few that were kind of heating up a little bit, right?
1: Yeah. So it looks like the Devils also want to go all in because they're having such a good year, and this is the first year they've had a good year in a while, so they could look to acquire a top-line power-forward guy, and that guy would be Timo Meyer, mm-hmm. who is with San Jose, who is struggling, and uh, his contract expires. I think he could be a fantastic fit. Man, him with Jack Hughes, yeah, that would be just incredible, and Jesper Bratt as well, a playmaker. Well, actually, Brat's kind of like a two-way guy. He's a bit of a hybrid. He, mm-hmm. He'll give you like 40 goals and 40 assists. And Jack Hughes is that playmaker. And then you get a big power forward guy like, like Meyer, who will give you 30 goals and 70 assists if he plays to his potential. Mm-hmm. Like, and if they extend him, all the more or even greater. Or they could try and go for you know maybe another winger who's filled the same purpose but is a little bit cheaper and maybe not as high of a guy like Tyler Bertuzzi. So we'll see where they go with that. But uh, Devils are definitely a team to watch when it comes to any of the big names on the trade market, whether it's a D-man like Chickren or all kinds of stuff.
0: You said there was some interest with, uh, what's his name from the Wings too, right? Bert? Bertuzzi, said there was, yes. You said so, there was like two or three teams who, who were looking at him?
1: Yeah, so the teams that were reported, uh, I believe Friedman said it on 32 Thoughts, three teams that he had kind of heard were circling around him. Uh, around Bertuzzi were uh Calgary Flames Dallas Stars and it was the Leafs wasn't it yeah Leafs yeah Toronto Maple Leafs which yeah. we've known about the Leafs have had interest in him for a, a yeah, few I've years been hearing ago. this for a while then so but here's the thing I don't believe in trading good players to a team within the division because mm-hmm. it'll come back to bite you in the ass later on do you think Eisman really gives a fuck though yeah, I think he does.
0: It all depends on what's coming. I don't
1: want to be two years from now. Burt gets extended, and then he scores the overtime goal against Detroit in the first round. <laughs> yeah, but what it depends on what we're getting back, though. Well, here's the thing. They don't really have much that I'm interested in, mm-hmm. uh, nor, I think, Eisman. And if they ask for Matthew... if Like, Eisenman, obviously, if he asks for Matthew Nyes, or, like, a first, I think the Leafs' next first they have is not even this year. It's, like, the following year or something like that. So it, it's... I don't like that whole outlook. Now Dallas, yeah, he'd be fit good there.
0: I think he'd fit good with the Leafs too.
1: Would be a team. I Dallas has a lot of center prospects. Detroit does not have a lot of center prospects. I'm talking about a guy by the name of anyone who watches London, you'll know how gross he was, Antonio Stranges. Now if the Wings get Stranges in like a second and then a maybe a struggling player who Okay, this is kind of biased, but he's my favorite player, so I I know just how good this guy can be. Denis Gurianov. Anyone listening, go and watch Denis Gurionov highlights. He is the (laughs) fastest recorded slap shot in-game ever, 110 mile an hour, one-timer. Sent them to the Stanley Cup final a few years ago. You can watch it. It was the overtime Game 5 winning goal. Uh, Amazing. Anyway, oh, yeah, absolute (laughs) missile. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that could be a really good trade for the Wings. You know, Bertuzzi goes there. In return, you know, you get a good prospect, a good pick, and a good young player. Uh, and I think that's probably the return I've been looking for. Even though Bertuzzi has been struggling, you can retain salary up so, that value.
0: So if he went to the Leafs, let's say, who do you think would be,
1: what would be a rough deal on who would come back from Toronto? Ultimately, you if there's no big prospect involved, you want a first. But I could see it being Rodian Amiroff who's a young scoring winger from the Russian league. But again, there's kind of controversy around the Russian players and stuff like coming over and their ability to do so. But Rodian Amirov, uh, maybe a young defenseman like Erasmus Sandin. Mm Mm-hmm. And then like a pick, middle pick, like a second or a third.
0: The reason why I say that is because I think Burt would kind of fit in good in Toronto. He's got
1: oh, of course he could be
0: bottom, probably bottom six guy there. Let's face yeah, it. Yeah, he'd be a third line but and play with like
1: Kerfoot and, but he
0: adds a little bit of grit to him too, right? He's a little bit of sandpaper that I think they need. So
1: none of them have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So
0: but that's what I mean. That's why I think Toronto could possibly be a good fit for him as well. So Sorry, you know, I shouldn't say none
1: of them. Yeah. I, I, I failed I failed to mention like 40 year old Wayne Simmons. Yes. But, anyway. but
0: he's still trying to do it. But you know what I mean? I give him mad, mad props for that. But I yeah. mean, like a guy like Burt, I think could also fit in good in Toronto as well.
1: But 100%. 100%. It's yeah. Funny that
0: two of the cities are Canadian cities with, and with all the like vaccination stuff that he had going on around him. That two of the, you teams know what? I think, I think
1: it. a lot of people uh realized, uh, well, I don't want to get too political here, but yeah. they've realized that a lot of it, uh, in, in some respects, was silly uh and that a lot of it hasn't really Mm -hmm. yeah i'll leave it at that i'm not i'm not yeah we
0: we ain't going into it (laughs) we're not in any
1: political spectrum but i i i agree with some of the situation and disagree with some of it Mm -hmm. as do most people now that it's behind us like many of yeah anyway moving along
0: trevor's egress what the fuck did he say to stature I don't know. Had him. Every, someone said, oh, he said something about Troy's dad because Troy's dad had just passed away not too long ago. But there was guys on the ice that said that was not the case. No. So, no.
1: But he also was stated that he crossed some sort
0: of He like, crossed line. some sort of line. You don't just fucking see a guy freak out on the ice like that no, for nothing. Stetcher
1: Stetcher played for the Wings. And like yeah. there was like interviews with him. He's the most chill guy ever. Yeah. like He couldn't care less about something, but he was – he, man, if that line, and this is what I hate most about Zgris. He waited till that ref came in there, mm-hmm. waited till the linesman was in between. Then he started running his mouth.
0: You know what? I'll if say this.
1: Arizona, they might not win games, but they're a tough team. They got yeah. some big boys. They got Nick Ritchie, Nick Bukestad. Yeah.
0: You want to know what I would do if I was the ref? Nick. What? If I was the ref and I'm standing there and he says something like that, he's talking shit. I just step out of the way. Here you want to fucking be an idiot? Answer the bell then, because it, yeah. it's gonna because he was lipping off someone's bench, not not too long ago too. So Was it the Leafs? I think so. He's starting to get a little lippy. So <laughs> be, oh, yeah. when it comes to the NHL, you stay in your own lane, man. If you're a goal scorer, you score goals. If you're a tough guy, you mingle with the tough guys. If you're a grinder, you're grinding out in the corners, along the boards. Stay in your own lane, Trevor. Or someone's gonna end up popping you in the lips. That's what's gonna yeah. end up happening. So exactly, we'll see what happens when it comes to that. Carey Price. So we word is is he's gonna be moving back out west. Yeah, he's a BC boy, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yes. So yes. word is that he's moving back out there. So they're saying that he's set to retire. So what do you think on the whole Carey Price thing?
1: Well, I think I think uh, that's that's pretty evident that he's gonna probably hang him up after this year and whatever. And you know what? I think Carey Price, in my opinion, is a hall of fame goaltender. Mm-hmm. I, I know that's not a light term to use, but when you truly look at his stats and the struggling teams, he carried to the playoffs and to the finals and conference finals, mm-hmm. he's just a legend of the game. And he's up there with all the other goaltending greats, regardless of hardware. Like he's one of, I want to say three goaltenders to ever win the Hart trophy. That's yeah. league MVP. Yeah. That's not that's just nice. Vesna. Oh, he's the best goalie. No, that's league MVP. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, that means out of every player in the NHL, however, whatever many there are, the 300, 400 players that play in a year, he was the best.
0: Yeah. Do you think they retire his number?
1: Well, here's a problem. <laughs> oh, here here's a problem <laughs> Montreal has a lot of retired numbers already. Yeah. Like, like, literally, half of the numbers between 0 to 100 are retired. So it's kind of, I don't know. Because, well, who they got? They got Jacques Plante is retired. Waugh. Patrick Waugh for goaltending. And then, I think that's it.
0: Do you think Carey Price goes? Yes or no? Yes.
1: I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm going to say yes, too. I I'm going to say do yes. Do. I'm going to say yes. I think they will, too. Because, well, who was the last guy they had retired? Was it Patrick Waugh?
0: I feel like it might have been, yeah.
1: Or was it, oh, wait. No, his number ain't retired. I'm trying to think of anyone who would have played in the 90s.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't know, man. Like yeah, I think it would have been Patrick so many... Waugh. Thing is, though, I think a lot of those guys whose numbers are retired, they want a cup, so. Mm-hmm. Then again, I'm... it's also Montreal wins, like, 85 Every cup. cups yeah, yeah. so <laughs> yeah i don't know knows. we'll see we'll man see.
0: time will tell yeah. but either way congrats to him man it's a hell of a career and you know what to pick your health first is never a fucking bad thing either imagine he could have been on another imagine he could have been on a team that wasn't struggling or well imagine he was on like it almost makes you think that like the last five years of his freaking career if he would have just said hey why don't you just send me somewhere where i have a chance to win you know what I mean? And give him that four or five cracks at it, like four or five solid cracks at it. So I think maybe if he was on a team that was a little bit better, obviously I think he could have won one or two, but just knowing like him in his prime, fuck man, was
1: he good? There's stole games, goal- stole
0: series. Yeah. Like he it was just, he was just dominant. He was same just so thing, good.
1: So. Same thing a few years ago. Like it's always bad to see goaltenders retire because of injury. Mm. Like mm. Ben Bishop, uh, he was one of my favorite goalies growing up. Like, oh, you know, when he was on Tampa, LA, and then Dallas, like, mm-hmm. such a good goalie, great big guy, six foot seven. Like, yeah. but he was fast like a cat, and ultimately retired at I want to say thirty two, which is way too young, and it was because of knee problems. I mean, yeah, it's gonna happen no matter what when you're that tall. But still, it's it's sad to see these guys. Like, I don't even think that Price is that old. What is he, thirty five or thirty four? Yeah, something like but, that. Yeah. It's uh mid mid to late thirties, I think. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely tough to see, but uh, you know, I wish Carey well in his endeavors. Uh, because he's a legend. Anyone who's listening, uh, he's like, you know, you know, when you think Carey Price, you think a guy who's just gonna be calm. You ask players every year in the NHL, "Hey, who's one guy? Who's the goalie at the end of the ice you don't want to see?" And they say Carey Price. They all say he's so calm. (laughs) Yeah. Even even to this day like with guys like Vasi out there. Yeah, you'll get some Vassy, some Shishirken. Uh I I think one guy said Carter Hart and stuff like that, but ah. it's but like 99% <laughs> of the time you're going to hear Carey Price because mm-hmm. he's so calm and intimidating. Like imagine being a goalie and you can intimidate a player. That's how yeah. renowned you are respect to him.
0: Yeah. Last thing, there's a extension in Vancouver, you said. I mentioned it. Yes. Oh, years. you oh you already
1: did it. The two yeah. years five by five. Andre uh, Kuzmenko. I'm fucking dash two today. I <laughs> know no, you're, you're good. You're good. But uh, yeah. I'm oh, a there was also though. there was also a rumor. Oh, that uh, for Florida, who is struggling, uh, another trade rumor that a player that could garner some interest or players for that matter is their center depth, Sam Bennett and mm-hmm. Sam Reinhardt.
0: Ooh. You think they get a call from Mr. Eiserman?
1: I I love Sam Reinhardt as a hockey <laughs> player. He's so good, even this year for a struggling Panthers team.
0: Well, we said Detroit might have to address the center position.
1: Hey, he's only 27. But here's my problem. The Wings weren't very patient, and that kind of upset me with what Eiserman did. That's the one move I didn't really like, was he signed Andrew Kopp. Mm-hmm. And like I knew it was going to be like Kop got overpaid. He had a good year last year because he played with the Rangers. Yeah, when you play with your Panarin and Zabinajad, you're going to get points. Yeah. And like the Wings signed him to like five or five mil for like four years. And I'm like, mm. like, really? Like, that's going to be our second line center? No. Maybe a trade. I, him. Like, there's so many yeah. better guys coming up in future years, like this mm. summer, if Horvat's not extended. But here's the problem: cops not going anywhere with that contract. No, I know. He's like a half a point a game right now, and it's no, like, I know. Whatever. Anyway, but yeah, Sam Reinhart, I'm all for it. If Eisman can work out a deal where it's Bert for Reinhart, straight up. Why not? Yeah, fuck. I would. I I wouldn't hate it. We got too many wingers in our system,
0: and I love Burt. Like, him. don't get me wrong. I right, love Burt. Yeah. but
1: but here's the thing: it'd be point. I don't think that's the trade. Because no. it, that would be pointless. Both teams are sitting out of a playoff spot, so it, it wouldn't make sense. It would obviously be like some picks or something that mm-hmm. Florida would want. And Eisman would probably sit down and try to extend Reinhardt right away. But anyway, this is all just speculation, but uh, thanks for bearing with us in all our Wings <laughs> talk. But Yeah,
0: also the All-Star games this weekend too, correct?
1: Yeah, I, believe I don't it is. know. But you know I, what, I uh, however you feel me.
0: on the All-Star game, listen, the All-Star skills comp, I believe, goes
1: Friday. The game goes Saturday, I believe is how can, it goes. So I might watch the game. Still, mm. the skills comp has gotten silly, in my I'd opinion. like to see
0: them go back to those fucking old-school All-Star jerseys with the big NHL logo, and they were, like, white, black,
1: and, like... Back when it was, like, the fucking... Campbell division and yeah,
0: everything. Yeah, man, yeah. Why but, um... would you not have those? Those things are fucking awesome, dude.
1: Yeah, well, whatever. The all-star competition's been declining for years. Like, now the oh, skills are gosh. weird. Like, last year in Vegas, rid of the, the, the accuracy skills. competition was, like, shooting giant cards outside.
0: Yeah, this year they were I talking like, about something what? with fucking sharks or something.
1: I don't know. Or alligators, or I don't it's know. It's in you know Florida. What? We'll just see.
0: keep it to fucking just... What about whatever happened to the old school skills like you know what i mean the fastest skater the hardest shot the accuracy shooting like why are we shooting from fucking platforms and hitting cars I don't and... even
1: know who's in it for the hardest shot this year
0: I don't even know you want to know why why cuz the all star games fucking boring me now <laughs> i like i can't like I'm the same as you. I'll probably only watch the game. I might turn on the skills comp a little bit just because I might watch the hardest shot. That's just the only thing I watch. Just because Ethan's like a hockey nut right now. So everything is fucking hockey in my house right now. Makes me push everything aside in the basement. And he just got a pair of hockey gloves too. So he's like running around with a mini stick and stuff all the time. So my house is full on hockey
1: right now. Hey, this week it's getting cold, everybody. There might be some ODRs or some yes. pond puck coming up this weekend. Let me know so. when
0: you go, out because I'm trying to get Ethan out on the ice a little bit. I want to get him skating, so right I, might, I might yank him out of school a day of this week just to get him on the ice out in Harrow. Shh, don't tell mom. So we're probably going to do that. Him and I will do, go out on the ice and have some lunch after and stuff probably is what we might do. Are you, are you free any days this week?
1: Uh, yeah, like afternoons, I'm kind of... I'm open, so.
0: Okay, we'll figure something out. We'll talk. But anyways, we're going to head to the game. We're going to the seven game tonight. Yes, we are. We're going to watch the threes. Yeah, so until next week, Aunt Tristan signing off. We're out of here, and we'll see you around the rink. Talk to you.
1: See you later, everybody. Have a good night.